old The weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to Georgia And Italy just won. That's why I'm representing my shirt. Go Italy, Forza Rosuri. Anyways, okay, so today we are talking to Canadian country singer Parker Gray. She knows how to pull at your heartstrings and has been making a name for herself over the past year. And I'm watching it all fade into black when you say the things that you can't take back. You promise you'd change when I drew the line that I'd be all yours and you'd be all mine. You told me, darling, last time was the last time. Parker, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me, Celine. You're so sweet. I'm doing fantastic. It's we're finally getting into this nice summer weather and I'm like dying for the sunshine. So I'm, I'm fantastic. I know. And you're located in BC right now? It, yeah, I'm in Vancouver. Okay. So you guys have a heat wave going on over there. It's been, we just got out of the worst of it. There was a couple days there where like all of the hotels in the lower mainland were sold out because nobody has AC here because it never really gets that hot. Yeah. And so everyone was retreating to hotels and there was nothing available at all and i am very thankful we are outside of that for now because holy moly my house was like a greenhouse it was so hot so hot. and it's scary because like the forest fires and like there's just so much yeah. other negative things that come from that type of heat and i know folks some folks love it but no thank you no it's like you like the heat but it's like that humid mucky hot where it's not fun where you can't breathe like yeah, the air was just so thick. Yeah. It just, oh God, it was gross. It was so gross. But I'm hope I'm hoping we don't get too many more of those this summer. Yeah, hopefully not. Because like you said, they spark a lot of negative things too when you have heat like yeah. that's going on right now. I hope everything is okay on your end down there in, in Vancouver. Um, yeah, we're, we're good right now. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, let's talk more on a brighter note. Let's talk about you. Um, so you released your latest single last month called Last Time. How are you feeling? Ah, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling so good. I was so afraid to release this song and it means and meant so much to me. And, and when we were, when I was deciding to produce it or not, I like, I was just afraid of putting something so raw out, something that was so personal. And when I was looking for a producer to produce it, it was like, I was just really afraid of putting it in the hands of anybody because what I had heard in my head, like I wanted it to be exactly like that. And, and the story, it had to be about the story. And I really wanted to, to come across genuine and, and not turn into something that I wasn't hearing and not being a producer. I like have such a hard time articulating what it is that I want. And um, I met Spencer and he just like, he just understood instantly. And I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's go into the studio. Cause up until finding somebody, like, I mean, this was, it was never the plan to release last time, but I'm so happy that I did. Ugh, it's been so special. You promised you'd change when I drew the line that I'd be all yours and you'd be all mine. Well, that's why we have 
have producers. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> right? Uh, a majority of your songs are really vulnerable. So how yeah. emotional of a process is that for you to write a song and then let alone record it and release it? Yeah. Um, I think sometimes I find it to be so easy, like to just talk about what I'm feeling and, and, art, and articulate that. And then other times it's just so challenging because you're constantly reliving something you've experienced over and over and over again. And, and I'm just getting to the point now with last time where like, I'm finally able to like disassociate ever so slightly. Um, and I mean, sharing your, your story with the world is kind of weird. Like I never thought it would be something that I would like really truly struggle with or that I'd be insecure about, but it's, I've definitely learned as the three singles have come out how to embrace that a little bit more and be less afraid. And I think people love honesty and love, love hearing somebody else feel the way that they do. And there's just something special about letting somebody into your world and, and letting them know like they can come out the other side of things, even if that's not truly the message of what, what's in the song, but it's a, it's been a hard process and I still feel like I don't have a fully good grasp on it yet. <laughs> I feel like, and then sometimes you hear people, and then you hear people like come to you and they're like, oh my gosh, your song made me feel this. Or like, I just went through that. And you're like, okay, it's all worth it. Like it's touching people and it's making people feel some type of way. And I, that's just, that's the goal at the end of the day. Is there one in particular person who like reached out to you about a song of yours and said, oh my gosh, this hit me so hard because it brought up a memory of so-and-so. Have you ever like had that? Yeah, with last time in particular, um, and it's been strangers, which has been really cool. Like people who I have no idea who they are in random parts of the world who have been like, I just went through this and my part, I thought my partner was the person and they lied to me and they cheated. And I like, I don't even think that I can put this all back together again. And you're just like, whoa, like. <laughs> you just shared something super intimate and super real to you. And I'm like honored that you want to share those details of your life. But it's also like, I'm so sorry that you've had to go through it because you know how hard it hurts and, and how much, how difficult it can be to get through it and get to the other side. And I, I almost like it more when it's strangers because you're like, not that your friends are just going to like blow smoke, but like, you kind of know your people and like, you know what your people have gone through, but when it's someone completely random, it's, it's so cool. It's just also to feel like that your music's reaching people at like great lengths. And that's, that's also part of it, I guess. Yeah. I was just going to say, cause once you release a song that goes everywhere and, and someone from, if you're in Canada, someone in the UK can be listening to it. Like for this podcast, this is so off topic, but even for this podcast, people in like Sweden listen to it. Well, this I'm is like, just it. Right? Like it's, it's so cool. And it like, and I mean, this goes for anybody who creates anything, like be it a podcast or they write a book or they write music or whatever it is. And it's like, we're so lucky to be in this day and age where like you can put something on the internet mm -hmm. and it literally can touch everyone in the world and I often look look at my stats on like Spotify and Apple Music and see where listeners are coming from and I'll see like random places in like India and Germany and Australia and South Africa and I'm like this is wild like I am just some small Canadian girl from like originally from some small town in Ontario like this is bananas a friend of mine yesterday said to me 
he was like, um, I had posted the Apple Music stats. And he was like, how does it make you feel to know that the population of your hometown, the equivalent of the population of your hometown has listened to your song? And I was like, yeah. I've never thought of that. Like, it's so crazy once you put it into perspective like that. It's ah, bananas. That is nuts. I just got shivers. That's really Right? I read it and I was like, screenshot. Like, that's such a, like an interesting moment. Like, ah, it's so bananas. But you're so grateful for it, right? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, every time I see even one person, because on the Spotify artist account, you can see people actively listening when they are listening. And it's kind of cool. Hi, Papo. Oh, did she just jump up? Oh, my gosh. Hi, I had I had half of it covered. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Peach. Sorry. No, I love it. She's just um, I'm, such a, I'm such a dog person. I'm like, oh, my gosh, hello. <laughs> hello. She's been sitting down where my feet are, and I've been, like, petting her this whole time, and now she has the... It's like, I want attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Spotify artist account, it will spit out, like, it'll show you who's actively listening. And yeah. the other night, I had just opened it up, and it was, like, 9.15 in the evening, and two people were listening to last time. And I was like, yeah. two people. It might only be two people, but it's two people somewhere in the world who simultaneously are listening to one of my songs, that is so cool. Like, it's just, it's yeah. so weird. And I'm so grateful for anyone who like plays it and, and shares my music. And like, I guess people don't really get how important that is for us independent artists that you're sharing the music and telling your friends and putting it on your Instagram stories and those things. And when, and when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, like, I just want to individually like send care packages to everyone who's listened and like give them all my love. Cause I just, I don't know. I appreciate it so much because without them and people like you, I wouldn't get to do what I do. So yeah, you're so sweet. Yeah. When you put everything into perspective, a lot of people play a role in someone's uh, success realistically totally. Um, totally. and that's neat I honestly didn't know that Apple Music if you post on Apple Music release songs on there you can track who's listening to your songs at what time so on Spotify on the Spotify, Spotify artist account so like as artists you have kind of a platform that shows your data and stuff yeah. Spotify one will actively show you how many people are listening you can't see from where it'll just say like two people listening um that's but it's yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and now also before we get to know you, I have one more question. So in your email to me, you were saying that two of your previous singles, so Do Over and Before You were about a relationship of yours where you thought you kind of found the one and then that didn't work out and you kind of moved on. So there's a lot of people who are going through that and who have been through that. What's like the best advice that you could give to someone going through that and how they can cope with losing someone they thought was there forever? Man, that's such a crazy question. So before you leave last time, or do over before you leave the last time are all about the same guy. Mm. And I didn't ever plan it to be that way. And I think that for me, these songs truly helped me get through and I'm so fortunate to have music to do that. But for those who, who don't just write songs, I think like really figuring out what you want because often we put our own hopes and dreams of a relationship and, and, and what we deserve yeah. on the back burner because we just want to be loved so badly. And I think 
as humans, we want to be surrounded by love and companionship. And I know in that, in that whole relationship, I abandoned myself in so many ways because I sacrificed my time and where I was going and who I was talking to in hopes that that relationship would work out. And at the end of the day, like if you're not good and you're not getting what you want and what you deserve and, and receiving the same amount of love that you're giving, obviously in relationships that ebbs and flows, but overall, if it's not equal, then you gotta look out for yourself. And I think looking back at, at what you really deserve and looking at the relationship and, and taking stock of what you did and did not receive and, and how that was going to impact you long-term is so important. And, and it's a very realistic thing to do. And I, I learned that the hard way. And it wasn't until after we broke up that I had to really look at what the couple of years of that relationship was and be like, that wasn't serving me. And you have to stand in your strength and your own independence and be like, I deserve so much better than that. And you have to be your own cheerleader and, and remember that you're special and someone in this world is going to give you everything and more. And it's hard to see in those dark times, but you just have to believe and you have to give yourself the space and, and believe that you deserve that because everybody does. Like it's heartbreak sucks, but we can learn a lot from it as well. Yeah, you can grow a lot from heartbreak. And totally. like, I'm pretty sure that saying is love is blind or, or blind love. You know that saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. We were actually talking about this in a session the other day. And I was like, I don't remember what the actual saying is. Yeah, um, there's a saying there somewhere. We'll find it eventually. We'll, we'll get there. But it's true. It's really yeah. because you can be so in love with my dog just came back up again. Um, you can be so in love with someone and you're not getting the same back to you. It's like 150 in and, and only 50 of them are in the relationship and you won't notice that until- Way later. And I think too, like, you just said something that triggered me. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, you're so right. And it's, oh, I know what it was. You can love somebody and then st and they still not be right for you. Yeah. You can truly love somebody and they not be your person. And that took me a long time to remember. And yeah, it's, it sucks, but you always, it's so true though, that every time you date somebody, somebody else comes along and they're, they're everything you thought you'd never find. And it just gets progressively better until you find the one. And, and I think that that's a pretty special thing too, that you can start a new beginning every time. So there is always sunlight after the dark people yep. well, relationship advice from parker gray. <laughs> gotta love it here on country with celine <laughs> um now parker let's get to know you so you said you grew up in a small town in ontario what town was it so i'm from really ontario oh. about an hour and a bit north of toronto um i i lived there until i was like 17 and then i moved to alberta for a bit and then I moved to, um, oh yes, it was in Medicine Hat, Alberta, and then I moved to Banff, and then I moved here. So, and then I've been here for like 11 years, which is bananas. Oh, I heard I left, I, I ran for the West Coast to chase snow and compete in snowboarding and stuff. And it took me a bit to get back to music, but I'm super glad that I kind of found my home again. Okay, wait, backtrack a little bit here. 
you were comp uh, a competitor for, for snowboarding and skiing. Is that what you just said? Yeah. So I used to not like, I wasn't like Olympic or anything like that, but my goal was to always be like a sponsored rider and, and compete on like bigger stages and platforms. And I was kind of working my way toward that, but I had a pretty bad injury and I couldn't come back from it. And, um, I think I always knew deep down, I was like, this isn't going to last forever. And I always really wanted to do music and I just never knew what that would look like. And I mean, growing up, we didn't have shows like Songland, like even American and Canadian Idol was like still popping off, but it just like the trajectory to, to become like an artist or a songwriter was like, you were looking at Shania Twain and, and like Celine Dion and Mariah Carey. And you're like, I don't know how that happens. And it just does. So it took me quite a long time to get back to just like, just figure it out, kid. Just, you just got to put the work in. Well, clearly you were always meant to be in country music and be a singer, be a so singer songwriter ultimately. But that yeah. story reminds me a lot of Chad Brownlee. He was also um, a hockey player for the Vancouver Canucks and then yes. injury and then he became a country singer, you know? So yeah. Whatever I mean, is to happen will happen. It, it, clearly, you were supposed to always be in this field and, and so is Chad Brownlee because you guys are both having success in the music scene. Totally. Yeah. Hi, Chad. We love you. Yeah, we, um, we honestly love him. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I think, I truly always believe in like, we all have our journey and we all have our path and we all have to, we all get there differently. And I constantly have to remind myself of that in the world that we live in where, I mean, people are blowing up in all different places and in all different ways. And you really have to remind yourself on a daily basis. You're like, I'm doing my thing. I'm on my grind. I'm working towards it. Like just run the path, like stay course, stay on the course and just keep pushing away. And I love the, I love the process though. So I'm really trying to like, just like sit in it a little bit deeper and I'm enjoying it, which is cool. Now was uh, music something that you were always surrounded by growing up? What made you want to, okay. So what made you want to pursue no, the music career? I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with like listening to music and like listening to lyrics and memorizing songs and, um, I was, I was a dancer for a while and I like loved the process of selecting songs and choreography and that stuff. And I, my parents were not musically inclined at all and still are not, I shouldn't say weren't, but um, my aunt really was. And her kids were all in like piano and guitar and they did all these things. And she always pushed me to sing. And I just, she would always be singing. And I spent a lot of time at her family at her farm and she would sing with me and encourage me to like go do these things and like do Canadian Idol and do this and do that. And she was, she was probably like the reason I've pushed so hard and something super special happened. And I was rewriting my bio for the release of last time. And um, I had mentioned in the bio about my aunt and how she kind of like brought me to where I am. And she passed away when I was in high school. And I was like, when did she die? Like, I don't remember when she passed. And I looked up the obituary and it was June 17th. And I was like, I'm releasing last time at 11.59, June 17th, technically the 18th. And I was like, if this is not a sign from the universe, oh my I don't know what is. And it was like, it was just so telling for me that like, she's like, if you believe in anything in this world and you believe in someone being like looking over, over, over you and watching over you, like, it's like, man, she's there. 
And she's always kind of been the one to push me. And my parents didn't really start understanding the whole music thing, probably until like the last year where like I started releasing more music and like doing things and like doing things like this. And they're like, oh, you're like kind of doing it. <laughs> like They're still sort of wrapping their head around it. But no, I never, I never had anybody really that like taught me music from when I was a kid. And I had a vocal teacher when I was like, an insy bitsy teeny weeny kid and it was like glorified babysitting so like <laughs> I didn't have anything and it and, but it was always like in my heart of hearts and in my gut that I really wanted to do music and it I think that's also why it was like so hard to kind of find my way because I just didn't have any clear direction from anybody growing up on it well you know I I really believe in this sometimes when I really think about it whatever you like desire so much in like your lifetime here like whatever drives you and like what you're so so passionate about so for you it's singing who knows in your past life if like maybe you were like a dolly parton in your past life like you don't know but there's always a reason why you you're so passionate about something and like you weren't even your parents didn't even like they weren't even involved in music it's just something that you had in you I'm sorry I'm using my hands so much it's the Italian no it's fine I do it all the time <laughs> but yeah you have it in you and you know I, I truly believe that you never know what was your past life right oh we could talk hours about that because I love that so <laughs> much and I and you just like yeah there's just so much to unpack there and there's I think you're so right that like you just don't know where you came from and and we all have a purpose on this earth and for some of us we find it very early on in life like I remember being in high school and my friends being like I'm gonna be a doctor and I'm gonna be a teacher and I'm gonna be a nurse and they like just knew and I was like yeah I know but like it's a really crazy outlandish idea because who who's gonna make it as an artist um, but I'm so fortunate to be on my path and getting to kind of live out my dreams, which is super special and makes me like, woo. <laughs> I can completely agree with you on that one. I feel the exact same way. Like in high school, everyone knew what they wanted to do. And it's like me, the odd one out saying, oh, I want to be on TV, you know? And right. Like, how, what do you, how are you going to do that? Like, I don't know, I'll figure it out, you know? But then you do, you do. Every day is just a different challenge and you figure it out as, as you go. If you're meant to do something, everything will align. The universe will align everything for you and you'll totally. figure it out. Really, yeah. I'll, we could talk for this. Oh, girl, we can talk whenever you want. We need to dedicate like an episode where we just chat about- I love this. Leaving, right? I love <laughs> um, it. And now Parker, okay, so going back to music, who were your influences? Who did you listen to? um growing up or yeah, growing like, up. Yeah. a lot of Shania Twain a lot of Celine Dion me and Celine were like mm, girl um I loved pop music I loved pop music so I I was in that whole world with like everything from literally like Blink-182 to Celine Dion to Dolly Parton to Shania Twain like I was across everything. My mom always had country music on in the car and my dad always had like the alternative station. Yeah. And I never had one artist that I was obsessed with. Although like I sang those Celine Dion records over and over and over again and my parents probably wanted to kill me. <laughs> um, but those were the folks that I probably grew up on and like sort of fell in love with. Um, and then now it's like, it's the same thing. It's like through folk and pop and country and, and a little bit of hip hop. Like I 
I try to pull inspirations from all different areas and whether that be lyrically or melodically or sonically, like I try to find different things to kind of bring in kind of who I am and not just stick to like traditional, like in the box country. And I think that that's, that's kind of what makes what I'm doing a little bit unique too. So. Well, country music is really evolving. You're, it, it is not the, the country music that you used to listen to back in like the 70s yeah. or like 80s. It, it's really changed and no one's complaining that it's changing. It, it, it's no. time for it to evolve and more people have been listening to it because now we're testing the country pop, but even you have like the country rap. Like I've heard some artists like, like a rap rapping a song, but it's like with banjos in it. I'm like, yeah. this is lit. Like this is really yeah. <laughs> It, yeah it's really like evolving and it's getting into different genres and merging like so many and it's really it's really cool to hear it, it really is yeah I love it and I mean it some of it might not be my cup of tea that day but like there's elements of it that I love and then I think like watching people get super creative in country is super interesting to me and I think it as long as my songs tell a story and as long as they have that old school country story I feel like I'm doing exactly what I should be doing, regardless of what's going on sonically, but I'm still like wanting to write sad songs, which is kind of old school country, I guess, but. Oh, yeah. yes. I was also reading that you're the type of girl that wants to make country sad again. Yeah, I'm on a mission to make country music sad again. And I, I coined a new one recently called Saddies for the Baddies. I love it. I love that. So one. I feel like I need to start making some merch because these things are unreal. But I love sad songs. And, and one of the things that I think is interesting about heartbreak in sad songs is they have this ability to like open up the metal filing cabinet in the back of your brain that you that's dusty that you forgot about. And it just like pulls out this folder and like puts it on the table and aut like automatically puts you back into a place in a time that you thought you forgot about. And mm -hmm. as hard and it is to like relive those moments, I think like going back to our conversation earlier, it's like you learn so much. And I think we get so much growth from those times that it's, yeah, it's like awful and it sucks to feel poopy and like reliving heartbreak. But look at where you are now. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that those like sad songs not only make you feel like, like, oh, like that hurt my heart, but it's just a reminder of how far you've come at the same time. And I just love sad songs. I love those moments that just hurt. Like there's something about that for me that it just, those are the kind of songs I want to write. And those are the moments that I chase in songwriting sessions where I'm like, it doesn't hurt enough. It needs to hurt more. And it's so awful, but it's, I don't know. There's Dude, something to it. That's what it means to be human. You, you have yes. motion. It's just, you're, you're sad one day. You're happy one day. You can be in the happiest relationship, but then hear a song that you haven't heard in so long. And it brought you back to the time when you used to be with so-and-so and you could sit there for the three minutes, ball your eyes out. But then right after the three minutes is done, you sit and you actually start to process everything and you think about it all and you realize, wow, you know what? I've really grown from that situation. Like you're, yeah. I'm so much more happier now. And it's just, honestly, country music itself, the songwriting portion of that, the, the storytelling of that is just unbelievable. And it's yeah. so, so touching. And your songs to get that personal and vulnerable it's even more touching for people to listen to that because they yeah. can actually connect to it so much more. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's always been my mission. And I, 
I really just want to be vulnerable and genuine and and connect with people on a different level and and hopefully my songs are doing that so <laughs> but they are don't worry about it Thanks. Um, now Parker before I let you go we're gonna play a little game I like to call country with Selena rapid fire yeah. Woo! I'm gonna shoot you out a couple questions answer them and then we'll go from there okay okay the first one Starbucks or Tim Hortons Starbucks nah neither but Starbucks, Starbucks? <laughs> okay okay your favorite place to travel in the states like what state would you Nashville let's go baby <laughs> think we're gonna go together you and me we're going we're gonna go you me and bobby we've been talking about this and like we need to pack our bags we all need to go together just you know how much fun we would have oh like, someone would not come out alive <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um okay your favorite holiday christmas okay that was hard <laughs> christmas is the best holiday best i love it your favorite sport? Um, CrossFit. Okay, okay. I can see that. Um, how about your favorite color? Um, black. Black? Ooh, yeah. Dark. 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 Heartbreaker. Dark. I see, I see it there, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one. Let's think. What's another one we're going to ask? What is your most embarrassing moment? Oh boy. I'm so fortunate these things haven't ha really happened to me. One time I was dating this guy. This is so bad. Oh, I want to hear. I want to hear. <laughs> um, I was dating this guy and I farted really bad in the middle of the night. <laughs> but to the point where I woke us both up. Oh my God. So there you go. Have you, but. <laughs> you know haven't you ever like farted in your sleep and it, it woke you up like it just woke you up it has happened like it, it happens like it, yeah it's sick it's yeah. disgusting but we're humans and this is why i told that story because we're humans people we're pretty girls but still humans things happen out here folks. yes I mean, my boyfriend, the first time I ever, like, let one go in front of him, he was so disgusted. I'm like, relax. What yeah. do you think I do when you We know the things you do. We yeah. know the things that you do. You go to the washroom? So do I. Like, hello? We're human. My gosh. <laughs> I don't have a lot of embarrassing stories somehow. I think I stay out of those situations, but that was one where I was, like, mortified. I, I like it though. Was he was he like fine with it after? Did he like? Oh yeah, yeah. He was like a good sport, but yeah, I oof, I felt so bad. I was like, oh my god. Okay, it's all good. Um, okay, two more. What is yeah. what would be your favorite festival to ever play at? Uh, I really want to play Boots and Hearts. I mean, like that's in my home. That's in my stomping grounds. Like I think it would feel like a hometown show. I would love, love to play Boots. Yes. Oh, I want to be there when you play Boots. Because you, oh. you put it onto the universe, and it's going to happen. Yep, we're doing it. Um, and the last one, I want to ask this. Blake Shelton or Luke Bryan? Oh, boy. It's a hard one, eh? Yeah. I think I'm going to go Blake Shelton. Okay. There's something about him that, like, that, like, <laughs> That, that I can't say that because that's going to sound weird, but 
<laughs> I get just like really good like mentor vibes from him. Yeah. And like I feel like if I met Blake, we would just be like so tight and I and I feel like I would like learn so much from him. So like even just like I think it's probably because the voice, like obviously, but I don't know. I just get he has like this soothing vibe about him. Like it's just like good and I'm so anxious all the time and I'm like buzzing at like 150 and I feel like he would just like zen me out I can see that I feel like Luke Bryan would be the buzzing type of guy like yes more like you like we've seen I him can. from American Idol like here to there to there to there like you know yeah that's too it's too much for me I think I need someone to like zen me out <laughs> I, I probably will never calm you down I'll always hype you up and I will get you oh, going thank you I can't Queen. go myself either. <laughs> I'll be out hyping you up too. Don't you worry. I I'm love for my fellow lady. Oh my gosh. You're so sweet, Parker. This was a blast. I love chatting with you. You know, I think we need to get you on an episode of Country with Celine, the concert series where you can sing songs one night and we just chat for about 40 minutes and we just talk to a bunch of fans. I would love to. Let's do it. I think we got to do it. Now, everybody, go stream last time. It is out now. Parker, thank you again for joining me today on Country with Celine. Thank you so much for having me. This is an absolute blessing. Like, if I, I say this to everybody I work with, and if you didn't do what you do, we as indie artists wouldn't have our music getting further and further. And and it's really a blessing that you take your time and, and created this platform and, and are so passionate about sharing our music. So thank you for doing what you do. So. My heart's already gonna explode because of Italy and now you topped me off with that, really? Oh, girl! <laughs> but thanks, Thank you.